You're listening to RazorCast, USA's hottest podcast, bringing you cutting-edge interviews from leading industry professionals. Hello, everyone. This is Liz Harvey coming to you from our studios in New York City, where we are dedicated to bringing you top-quality advice from many of the leading expert professionals across the U.S. In today's episode, we are speaking with Dr. John Silva, Dr. Silva is an honors graduate from Barry University in Miami, where he received his pre-medical degree. He also graduated with honors from Life University in Marietta, Georgia. Continually striving to provide his patients with the most effective natural therapies, he also lectures on the subjects of neuropathy and the effects of stress on human health. Dr. Silva has been in clinical practice since 2001 and has helped patients from infants to seniors with many musculoskeletal problems, arthritis, autoimmune disorders, spinal problems, and various neurological conditions. His practice is in Port St. Lucie, Florida, and his current treatment methods are non-invasive, drug-free, and very effective. Today we're going to talk about a very important topic, anxiety and PTSD. Find relief with neurofeedback therapy. Hello, Dr. Silva. How are you today? I'm doing very well, Liz. Thank you. Well, thanks for joining me today, and if someone suffers from anxiety, what symptoms are felt, and what is happening in their brain to cause them? Well, anxiety is characterized by a feeling of worry, nervousness, unease, sometimes physical tension throughout the body, um, and it, it people get to work themselves where there's an imminent event or something uncertain to them or an uncertain outcome that is causing this, and oftentimes it's just conjured up because of faulty brain function. So actually what's happening in their brain, as we can measure through what's called QEEG, uh, brain mapping, uh, electroencephalogram is what EEG stands for. This is a way to measure brainwave function. And what I typically see and what characterizes anxiety amongst other traits that we can measure on EEG is we see this imbalance of what's called beta brainwave activity. Beta brainwave activity is just a certain frequency state of energy emitted from the brain that we can measure through EEG. And it's most commonly referred to as a conscious aware brainwave state or brainwave activity. And we should have more of it on the left hemisphere or the left side of our brain than we do on the right side. When we map someone with EEG technology, we typically see or someone with anxiety, I should say, we typically see a shift in that beta brainwave activity where we see more of it on the right rather than the left. And that's a, that's a common characteristic amongst others that we will see in someone who suffers with anxiety. So it's a really great diagnostic tool to get to the root causes as to why a person would be experiencing anxiety in their life. And what is PTSD and what symptoms do people experience and what causes it? So PTSD stands for post-traumatic stress disorder. It's it's considered a mental health condition that's triggered by a terrifying event or events. Um, That's one distinction I want to help people understand is we often think of PTSD as referring to just one event in our life, usually a very significant traumatic event. But what I'm learning through helping a lot of patients in my practice with PTSD is oftentimes it can be several events throughout a lifetime, and sometimes dating back to when we were children, we don't really have a conscious recollection of it, but it's there subconsciously in our memory, in our brain, and it's still affecting our, our, our physical and, and mental well-being. But um, symptoms 
from PTSD can include flashbacks, nightmares, anxiety, sometimes very severe anxiety, uh, panic attacks, and uncontrollable thoughts about the event or events in that person's life. Um, and it's, it's debilitating for a lot of people. It really is debilitating. It's amazing, especially in the last several months. We've had several people who have come to see us specifically for PTSD. And um, it's amazing how it can really affect their lives and their daily activities. And the wonderful thing is we're able to help these people through these situations. And how does EEG neurofeedback therapy work to help decrease anxiety? So going back to what I had what I had talked about, there's an imbalance in this beta brainwave activity. We typically see a shift from what would normally be considered uh, or normal on a brain map to see beta brainwave activity high on the left of the part of the brain than the right. We see that shift. So neurofeedback therapy is a non-invasive way to help regulate that imbalance. So over time, with repeated neurofeedback training sessions, we can make a shift of that high beta brainwave activity from the right side of the brain back over to the normal side, the left side. And when you can do that, that alone, that one intervention alone can help to significantly reduce and in most cases eliminate anxiety in a person. And is neurofeedback therapy appropriate for all ages? And how does someone get started with treatment? Neurofeedback therapy is appropriate for, for just about anybody from two years old forward. Uh, we typically will start neurofeedback therapy depending on, on the situation and the person's symptoms or diagnosis. Uh, we can start as early as two years old and otherwise right up through seniors. So it's appropriate for really any age. And how does someone get started with treatment? Um, there are various ways. Um, uh, the preferred method is, is, is to do an EEG brain map which is uh, what neurofeedback therapy is, is based on, is EEG technology. That allows the practitioner to get a better sense of what's happening in the brain, the brain imbalances, the brain dysregulation or dysfunction, which will then set up the appropriate neurofeedback training protocols. However, I have worked with people, and I'll give an example, a severely autistic child who cannot sit still, will not let the practitioner put the EEG cap on. These Kids are very hyperactive, they're very anxious. So sometimes we cannot do a brain map. So we can still start that child or that adult, for that matter, on neurofeedback, EEG-based neurofeedback therapy. There are so-called generic protocols for anxiety, for PTSD, for depression that we can use to start getting the brain functioning better. And the great thing is with how technology is advanced now is we actually have the capability of offering neurofeedback therapy in people's homes uh, with uh, a tablet and a EEG sensing headband that are very user-friendly. We've actually been doing that for the past year now. Great. And what are some ways to measure if neurofeedback therapy is helping to alleviate anxiety? Well, one of the best measures is objective measures, as I call them, something that we can actually measure scientifically, and we do. Uh, offer pre and post brain maps in our office. So in other words, before a person starts neurofeedback therapy, we have their preliminary brain maps to see the dysregulations and brain imbalances. And then after a course of neurofeedback therapy, we will typically do a post brain map and we'll be able to see, objectively see the shift in function for the better. However, I do like to 
use other measures or metrics. We use in our office call, we use two measures called a CEC, which stands for Cognitive Emotional Checklist. And we also use what's called an ISI, which stands for Interactive Self-Inventory. These are basically consolidated versions of standardized evidence-based neuropsychological tests that you may get with other practitioners or psychologists or psychiatrists. And they basically, basically statistically measure and objectively put values on symptoms and traits like anxiety, depression, impulsivity, and so on. So we will have, again, a, a new patient do a preliminary CEC or ISI, really get to know them, and we can objectify those those traits of anxiety, depression, and et cetera. And then through a course of neurofeedback therapy and other interventions, we can go back and re-measure with those same those same tools. So I... I, uh, we definitely use those things to be able to know that a person is experiencing a difference. And, of course, they usually voice that on a daily, weekly basis as they go through therapy. Okay, great. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Silva. We know you're busy, so I want to thank you for your time and your help today. You're welcome. Thank you. And for our listeners across the country, if you are interested in speaking with the doctor, please visit www.drjohnsilva.com or call 561 561- 631-2851 to schedule an appointment. And on behalf of our team, we want to thank you for listening, and we look forward to bringing you more top-quality content from our country's leading experts. You've been listening to RazorCast, USA's hottest podcast, bringing you cutting-edge interviews from leading industry professionals.